Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Girl You Need podcast. My name is Emma Jane Punter, and this is where we talk about self esteem, inner confidence, happiness, and personal stories, and everything that is going to help us all to grow together on our journey of self esteem and feeling comfortable being ourselves. <gasps> Bless me, sorry feeling comfortable being ourselves i'm super super pumped about sending this episode out because gabby dawson is just unreal and i've been really looking forward to sharing it gabby is um, a freelance writer who came on the episode came on the show because she sent a submission in as part of the contribution to the girl you need for selfesteem.com website and it was a poem called freedom and it was all about warrior women and you know how amazing women are and it's very very empowering poem so you can check that out and it was called freedom i sent it out on international women's day it's amazing and i got so much good feedback from it she is a total inspiration and this episode is an extension of her inspiring words because we spoke all about Gabby and her story and how she's become a freelance writer and the effort and the work and the graft that she's put in and it just will make you feel like anything is possible honestly her her family everybody in in her network just sound like total powerhouses and it, I came off the podcast and I was like, right, I am going to, right, I've got all this stuff and I'm going to do it. And, you know, she made me feel like that. And for somebody to do that is, you know, that's a special person. She made me howl. It was such a funny episode. So you'll be laughing along with us. We really had a good chemistry. Um, and it's also on YouTube as well. So I now put but the podcasts onto YouTube as a podcast. So if you're a watcher and you want to watch it, go ahead and it is on YouTube. I'll pop the link below. Gabby's Instagram is at undiscovered poetry underscore. So if you want to check out any more of her work, which I definitely recommend you do, go check that out as well. Uh, this is exciting. I am so excited to share this. I've just pressed publish on YouTube. I'm just about to press publish on the podcast and I can't wait for your feedback. Thank you so, so much for everybody who is sharing, listening, liking, commenting on the podcast. It means the world to me. It helps me on my mission of helping people with their self-esteem. I get to meet beautiful women like Gabby and every other guest that's come on the show. And together we are all one big community, growing together, helping each other with our self-esteem and becoming the best version of ourselves. I know that sounds like cliche, but that's essentially what we're doing and we deserve to as well. So happy International Women's Day 2023. Um, I think I said that on my last podcast as well, but I don't care. We are amazing. Enjoy this podcast. I won't put the advert on. Let's just get straight into the podcast because Gabby is fab. Enjoy. Bye. Welcome to the podcast, Gabby. Thank you so. I always find this, I always find this bit so awkward. I'm sorry because then I press record and then I'm like, "Welcome to the podcast," and it's not me. So I just had to get that out the way. But welcome to the podcast. Isn't it? <laughs> it is a little bit. It's a bit like you know, a bit formal, and it's not. It's not really my vibe. So you know, but honestly, welcome to the podcast. Like I know we've been trying to get on together for a while, and I know I wasn't well. 
So I apologise about having to postpone it. Um, but I'm glad you're on today. I think it's going to be good. Thank you. Thank you. No apologies for being ill. Happens to the best of us, doesn't it? Get your brew down, you'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> Pick me coffee for me traumas. Thank you very much. Um, my face. So uh, I'm looking forward. So let me just explain to everyone. So you've um, submitted a poem for the Girl You Need website, which is superb. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and if you want, it would be good to, a couple of people have done this in the past with the podcast, record it and send it to me. And then I'll put it at the start of the episode so people know what we're talking about. Okie dokie. Well, I'll, I'll try that. I've, not, I've never really read many of them out loud. I've had other people read them out loud, but it's never really fallen to me to do that. So I'll do my best. Okay. If not, <laughs> if you don't want to, I can read out if you want when I do the intro and then publish <laughs> it. So, you know, no pressure. Um, and okay. I will put the link of the poem in the episode as well so people can access it on the website. Fabulous. Yeah. So, great. So, before we get into your poem and things, tell me a little bit about you. Let's get to know Gabby. I love the name Gabby. Uh, well, it's it's Gabrielle when I'm in trouble. Um, <laughs> but I'm doomed by a high school musical. People tend to call me Gabriella. So it's a, it's not the same. It's French, man. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, I'm a writer. Um, I've been I've been a, a online digital marketer and content writer for pretty much all of my career and I've I've always worked in in marketing teams and stuff I worked in the energy market um in universities I've I've been the editor of a uh, property magazine group that's uh uh, yeah it's for like the NFB and the chamber of commerce and all of that sort of stuff so um I do a lot of freelance things um got clients from across the world I've done work for theme parks hotels and um, like pet shops all of that like one man bands to like big big industries so it's um it's been a mixed bag but it's enjoyable because it's quite creative and uh, there's quite a lot of psychology behind it and and stuff going back on your on your data and things so it's uh yeah it's a it's an interesting line of work um mm-hmm. But yeah, I started off in admin, uh, went into marketing, ended up in publishing in my last job. I've been having a bit of a uh, bit of a break and stuff over Christmas, but um, got a few things on the cards for the next uh, for the next year and things anyway. But I've been occupying my time by doing the poetry and um, yeah, just helping out helping out some of my friends that that have needed it a little bit. Like I'm at my mate's house at the minute. Um, she that she was in hospital yesterday, so I had to go pick her up all loop de loop off medication and, and things like that. Oh, in the other room so that she doesn't get hurt. Oh, but yeah, I've been tidying this morning. I managed to bleach my jumper, which oh. is uh, which is great, worthy sacrifice. So. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, that's so amazing. That's, that's a that's yeah. such an interesting career, like everywhere that you root for and you freelance like it's it's I find it brave as well like going out on your own but also like it's so interesting you've got an interesting life that's great yeah. well um yeah well, 
yeah <laughs> fuck. there's good bits and bad bits about it so let's just say that but if you don't laugh then you'll cry won't you so it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's one it's of those things laugh or cry. everything's a little bit funny eventually even <laughs> if it's tragic at the time <laughs> you gotta pull the positives out of it um but yeah so so it's it's been it's been a, a rocky road i started working for myself um after having a couple of a couple of bad managers shall we say um quite yeah quite sort of pushy men or not very caring organizations and stuff like that and I ended up sat that I was on the bus on my way home um and I was just sat there thinking I'm smart enough to do this on my my own why am I tolerating this off off these people especially when there's there's so many things out there like Upwork and Fiverr and stuff for people in my industry it's a case of yeah uh, you don't actually have to sit there and t- you take can it. take whatever work environment that you want especially after after all the covid stuff and people are outsourcing more so there's if you if you you've got the guts to go for it then there's yeah. definitely yeah definitely something out there for for everyone no matter what sort wow. of line of work you're in that's so inspiring and did you have to build it up whilst you was in work on the side or did you just like make a break and go i'm, I'm finishing well I started doing it originally um, because I split from my first ex-fiance I was in an apartment on my own so if anybody who's been through that before knows it's a it's a major stress going from having two people dealing with the bills for a place to just you on your own and it is kind of panic stations and you're just like oh what do I do so um, I put all that energy into something positive where I was yeah just just getting as many clients as as I could I mean I was working a a Monday to Friday nine till five job anyway um and then I'd get home in the evenings make myself a brew feed me cats and I'd be straight back on my laptop again writing writing content and stuff until like midnight day after day after day after day so um just to just to keep them the money coming in and pay the bills basically that's amazing yeah that's amazing I made that decision to leave me ex so I was like right I need to uh I need to be able to look after myself now so I've got to like put my money where my mouth is basically and just uh yeah not not fall flat on my face for the uh, decisions that I've made wow so courageous like that's so inspiring because I do think it's hard to say especially when it's like relying on finances as well to say do you know what this isn't for me I'm going to make it work I'm going to put my big girl pants on and go and do it that's an amazing story oh yeah I mean it's it's more pressure makes diamonds horrible and I know which one I'd rather be so it's uh yeah so that that started it all off and I was just doing doing more and more freelance stuff and I managed to get it to a point where I was earning as much through my freelance work as I was through uh, my full-time job so I just started thinking and and the the clients and stuff were coming back they were demanding more out of me so my client base just kept growing and growing and growing and I was just like yeah what am I doing here why am I dealing with with these situations and these these companies and these these stressful things I I I don't need, need them to. I don't wow yeah a job's just a job at the end of the day and it's a case of like you said if you're brave enough to just sort of go right I've got these skills I am valuable um I do have a lot going for me I can contribute to a company no matter what company it's for and you've got that sort of 
tenacity to be able to adapt to different industries and stuff and you've mm-hmm. you like something that you're actually interested in as well I've always tried to stick with stuff that I'm interested in like like leisure things and and I mentioned my cats before I love but I, I love my cats so anything to do with pets or pet care oh. or animals and things and then uh, like personal training and stuff um so yeah just just going after things that you're interested in and then it just if you keep going then eventually it just starts picking up momentum and it's like you've just not got to get got to give up until that point there's always a way it, yeah. it might be a noodly way where it goes round the houses and <laughs> <laughs> round the houses and round the roundabout and and doing laps on yourself and stuff but eventually when you start to make that headway you've got a good baseline for yourself it's 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 well yeah. worth doing it really yeah is. I do think like we are lucky where we live in the way we live now and that there's so many opportunities like you say people outsourcing you know and even like solo people who are creating a business are outsourcing and it's rather than having a team it's just the way forward isn't it really it really, really is because it's cheaper for everybody and everyone's making more money. It's, it's more beneficial for everybody because yeah. instead of going through all of the in, in larger companies, I've always found there's there's quite a lot of bureaucracy when it comes and there's meeting up. I always wanted to be in the boardroom until I actually got there. And then when you've been after meeting after meeting, you never get anything done and it's just people talking over the same things and you're like, right, okay. So what practical steps are we actually going to take next instead of just talking about stuff? And it's, I mean, it's fair enough. It's the company's money. They can spend it on whatever they like. If they want to pay you to talk, then that's fine. But it's it's about results. And then they start complaining afterwards that they're not getting the results. And it's like, because I'm spending half my time in bloody meetings discussing the same thing over and over again. It, it's, it's madness. Like That's people, so funny. And I think so relatable as well, you know, the amount of time you can spend in meetings just talking and you think, what is the actions? What are we actually taking from this? Yeah, I've got stuff to be doing right now. That's great. Put it in an email and I'll speak to you later. If I've got any questions, I'll let you know. But you crack on with yours, I'll crack on with mine. Let's go, people. Come on, mush. Yeah, I don't know people it's it's a whole front thing with stuff like that anyway isn't it like like I said in, in meetings and with with titles and and yeah. all of that sort of stuff yeah. I mean the one of the funniest things I ever realized in my career is that um even the people at the very 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 top everybody is sort of blagging it a little bit everybody's not quite yeah. sure everybody's <laughs> not fully confident in themselves everybody's everybody's just trying to trying to make enough impact but not make enough noise at the same time so that all the focus is is shifted on them because it's it's a case of yeah then they start looking at you for results and you're the one with the extra pressure on and everybody's asking you questions and then that gets in the way of the things that you're trying to do and take your focus away from from your sort of work so it it just sends up a big piggledy piggledy mess of uh of bernardas really (laughs) so uh (laughs) yeah it's very it's insightful madness. super insightful yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. I yeah I love that and I think yeah you're right it's funny isn't it because you all we're all in our own heads but actually no one's really focused on anyone else because everyone's just in their own head thinking oh shit oh shit I've got to 
Oh, you know, oh, people are looking at me. Oh, I need, I need some It coffee. doesn't matter whether you're, you're the cleaner or the director. Every single person just sat there trying to go, okay, this is, we will we will do a thing about this. And and, and it's it's a case of you don't really do it. Like these big businesses that are, that are innovating all of the time, the the bravery that comes through it is they're doing something that's not been done before. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've been able to stand up there and justify themselves and, half the time it'll flop on its face and then the other half of the time the stats will, will show you show you what it's worth and it'll it'll have the payout but it's all about testing things especially in in new businesses and pushing things in new industries and stuff it's just a case of if it's not been done before it doesn't mean that it won't work yeah or like yeah yeah if life's about your, risks yeah exactly yeah. and it's having it's having the the guts to take it and know that know that it might fail and you might look like a crap or it's it's pain's temporary like laugh at yourself it's all like I said it's all a little bit funny eventually (laughs) yeah yeah I feel like the amount of things I've tried with girl you need that have been a complete flop is just Mm -hmm. like you know but it's just one of them you just got to put it out there and if it doesn't work it doesn't work it's not a big deal just go for the next thing well, that's it. At least you put yourself out there, and it's like a little baby. So even if like your first couple of social media posts or whatever, you get like just one or two likes, and then the next one it's three or four, and the next one it's it's little bits of progress, but it's it, it's still moving, and it's it's having that confidence in yourself to keep going and and know what you know in your head. Like you'll know with you, you'll have a have a marketing background and stuff. I imagine with the things that you do. <laughs> it's all self-taught probably <laughs> well that's it that's a good thing though if you, yeah if you don't know something then then learn give it a go if you if you mess it up you can always hire somebody else to do it like we said the industry's thriving on that so yeah <laughs> there's not really anything to be to be too frightened of in in that way it's just your own mind and your own sort of shame kind of holding you back like if I speak up then people look at me and things could go wrong and it could all get a little bit crazy or what if the pressure is too much or what if I said doesn't work and it's like sometimes it won't yeah sometimes it just won't but occasionally you'll come across a little golden nugget that you go for and and it'll like your podcast where I've listened to all of your uh all of your previous episodes of it. Yeah, it's been my it's been my evening listening to uh to me to me little self and I've been sat there thinking, yes, let's go. <laughs> what Britney Spears, my prerogative, has made its way onto my playlist from one of your earlier episodes. I was listening to That's it so picking good. me uh, cousin's kids up from from school the other day and it's hard not to get your get your head bob going and your sass going um well there's people around but yeah um everybody can talk really? a little bit yeah and any experience like that really can't they yeah definitely and for your writing I'm interested to know you're such an inspiring person to listen to this is an amazing episode by the way um you should be a speaker on stage definitely definitely you've I've got, got a lot mm. I've got fake nails on because I chew mine off slash the ends of my fingers because I get that that nervous I've been pacing around just before all you... of this thinking, oh. okay okay <laughs> let's just calm down but like you're a natural yeah. you're a natural Thank you. um Thank you. I that. yeah definitely so I wanted to ask about your writing 
can you literally, because you've been writing for so long now, just sit and just, it's so natural to you to just go, blah, 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 blah done. Uh, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But basically, uh, it's not going to be that bad. <laughs> but basically, um, I always I'm like, what swear word? But um, <laughs> but um, I always say to people, I could shit a thousand words on like any sort of topic. Literally, if you if you read a couple of articles about, it, if it's something that you're interested in, yeah. Like I said my focus has always been something that I am personally quite interested in, or I have some experience in on on some sort of level so I can relate to it and if you're interested in a topic it's it's so much easier to write about um, and it just like with SEO and content writing and stuff like a, a lot of it is is kind of like, I write in the way that I speak in my head and sometimes I put on like funny voices <laughs> in my head depending yeah. on my audience like if it's quite a prim and proper audience, I'll be like, oh yes, yeah. So um, <laughs> today we're going to be exhibiting the facts about some precarious situation that involves this sort of um, benefactor is and all of that. <laughs> I told you you laugh at me. Um, but yeah, you with, know, it, yeah, it, it helps in, with yeah. It helps in that sort of way to sort of engage in that kind of audience a bit. And I do. I get all of these little. But the voices in my head um brilliant me like the way to speak to these certain audiences about these certain products or industries and things and it's always a like it's I like the whole benefit driven approach it's always got to have some sort like when you're writing content there's if you try writing content and there's no point behind it or there's no like aim or ambition or or whatever and you just you just belaying facts and it'll just be as dry as a fact sheet it will be just yeah boring basically yeah. boring and if you can inject a little bit of personality into it and, and so like imagine you're at a party with these people that you talk about like I said if it's something prim and proper then it's all champagne and ball gowns but if it's something that's a little bit more um like sort of young young kids and things and you'll you'll lower your tone and you'll make it a bit more casual and you won't won't use as many I'm not going to do an impression <laughs> <laughs> tempted but no because <laughs> you will laugh at me again but um it's cool yeah, just like I said the voice in your head and the person in your head's got to change for the people that that you that you're speaking to like yeah. if you're talking about something kids are meant to enjoy then and it's supposed yeah. to be it's supposed to be fun and not too not too heavy on heavy on people I mean I think if you try and overthink it then it just completely yeah. ruins it just trying you know Jake Peralta and Brooklyn Nine-Nine no so have you not seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine no basically basically he does impressions of like his, his captain is when he's he's trying to work out what what the suspect or where the person's gone and he'll, he'll put on a little voice on them and like try and follow their follow their footsteps and things I, I will not do an impression because it'll be terrible but <laughs> um but yeah so it's it, it's getting in that mindset of the people that you're actually trying to communicate to and what's important to them and what they actually want to take from it because there's so many just like content spinnings a pet hate of mine like yeah you just find something that's already out there and just regurgitate it yeah and it's just it's just a bit it's annoying that a lot of the internet is filled with that as well 
Well, yeah, there's, I mean, from a freelance side of things, there's jobs like that going all of the time where they're just like, right, we want you to take these 200 articles and we just want you to, just want you to rewrite that. It, you know what? Yeah. It, it doesn't add anything. It doesn't change it. And I personally, in my sort of working life, I can't, I can't do that. I've got to care. Yeah. I've got to give a banana about what I am talking about so, uh, <laughs> so give a banana I like to me it's awful um it's because I've worked on my own for so long it's, um, you, you just say what you away. want there's no yeah, there's my no cats, my cats say hello <laughs> they do <laughs> but um do yeah. they yeah they actually go meow so whenever I walk in the house I get get greeted oh, by them you all and know those... the names. Oh, I love cats. How many cats have you got? Um, I used to have three. One got squashed. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is tragic. Very, very helpful. Um, yeah. Well, I've got Kendrick. He's a, I've got Bengals, basically. They're all, they're oh, all Bengals. Oh, lovely. Gorgeous. Um, and, like, the mum, I mean, she's it. The mum's passed away now and stuff, but she used to sit on my shoulder, like, from being a little and and thing. She was... Um, little while if I had a daughter and Aww. it was brought up and acted like that cat because she had some sass and she had a gob on her and she would just she just owned the room whenever she oh, and she was she was brilliant but the the cats I've got now are like her first litter um so I've got Kendrick and I was named after Kendrick Lamar who was my uh my high school best mate's favorite rapper oh, um love that but yeah, um, and then I've got Kendrick. Charlie, who's a bit of a weirdo. Um, to be honest with you, she's love a, a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's strange and a bit different. It's like you own that cat. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah, cute. she's. Bit, I can hear. Yeah, Is it? Are they your cats? I can hear. No, they're me. They're me mates. Ah, cats, so okay. They'll come yeah. over and in, in, invade the space. I did put something in front of the door so they didn't come and attack me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so I'd, I'd show you if I had them here. I used to have albino rabbits as well. I used to sit on the rug every morning and eat a frizzly bar with them. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Why, not? Why not? Why Animals not? Why not? Great because they can't lie. They can't lie about the reaction. If they like you, they like you. If they yeah. don't like you, then then that's you know. just it. And it's great and honest with animals, isn't it? So yeah. So I like them. Ah uh, yeah, I I do love cats. Um, but what was I going to say to you then while you were talking? I'm going to take that from you. What you've just said about benefit benefit content and benefit love driven content. Benefit driven content. That's the one. And I love the way you have explained the voices in your head. That's a very good way mm-hmm. to learn to write. Because I do some writing, but obviously it's not me. Uh, benefit. I'm hoping I have benefit-driven content on my website. I think I do, but uh, I just like you learning stuff. Do. Yeah, I've had a gander. You've had like, a gander. Like oh, thank you. Have. Yeah, yeah, I've had a, have a good look. Sign of <laughs> approval. That'll do me. Yeah, thank definitely. you very much. It's like you've got tools and stuff there on your website as well that'll actually help people. Mm. And it's not just a dead-end thing, and it's not just you trying to fling a product at someone. You're actually no. trying to like broach people's thought processes and stuff I mean um with the with I relate to quite this my this my book at the at the moment I, I started doing this like 
about 10 years ago now I've got them got them all over the place but basically I was having a little bit of mental breakdown and I've kind of struggled to sort of like I'm like it'll be okay and I start just going a little bit stir crazy in myself yeah um so I try and find a way to deal with that and I just kept buying little little I, I tried keeping a diary mm-hmm. like other people do but I just I just didn't keep up with it and like write everything out like that so I started bullet pointing things things I'm like a big fan of my lists and my my calendars and me and my whiteboards and stuff me I'm proper um sad like that basically um love a list so at the front of the book I put all the positive things because I was trying to segment my my brain a little bit and remind myself that there were still good things going on whilst there was some harder harder things to deal with like there are nice people in the world and good things happen every single day we just don't always get the chance to see them yeah so it was just a little prompt to like whether it was a joke somewhere or something I seen on tv that made me laugh or like just a just like a weird little thing that I'd read or just something that made me smile it all went in the front of the book and it was all dated and bullet pointed and then in the back of the book goes all the bad stuff and um, so things that would annoy me that again just bullet pointed but not dated and stuff and then it turned out that I was able to figure out like trends of the things that were repeatedly sort of getting in the way of my my yeah. kind of life and my goals and making me feel rubbish so yeah it was it was a good way of kind of highlighting that I mean I saw a counsellor for a little bit and she said that compartmentalizing yourself to that extent is isn't isn't good um but well I mean if it helps you then you know there's no rules to life is there well that's exactly it and what works for one person won't necessarily work for for another person but I'm all about the journal as well and to be honest what you've just said to me to then about the trends I've never read through my journals and I've got loads of them like I've got one here I love buying them as well so I've started buying the this is an otagami, which I don't even know if that's a posh journal or not, but I love it. And I even have a fountain pen and everything. And there's a little thing in the back. It's all a bit posh. But um, I was I was going to do a podcast episode about journaling and I was going through all my journals. And a big trend that came up for me was how much I focus on my food and how every single day I was writing in my journal about what I'd eaten and how like almost like guilty for eating say like a KFC or something like that and I was crying my eyes out because I didn't even know that it was so on my mind but it was like a revelation I was like I did not know how much I thought about food and I couldn't release the podcast because it was too it was like too it was just too uh it was like a very deep Un- you know what I mean it was very a personal thing so I was like you know there's 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 sharing but there's also a bit too too personal and I was like wow yeah. that's just from going back and looking at the trends like what you said then yeah it's it's weird what what actually actually pops up it because things that you think I'm just brushing that under the carpet I'm moving on with my, I can handle this I can move past it do you tend to just it's like that that little niggling thing in the back of your head that you you don't you don't look at it's like hiding in a dark corner of your mind and then when the 
torch shines on it it's kind of like it jumps out at you like a little gremlin and it's yeah. like oh my god it's a, it's a big a big big problem and sometimes we don't we don't know where our our kind of negative if you felt bad for so long it's sometimes hard to do, distinguish where that's where that's coming from yeah um so it's like like I don't know, especially if you've got a lot going on, like you're changing job, you're having relationship problems at home, problems with money, family, whatever. Whatever's on your plate, it's it's just hard to figure out what aspect it is of that that's driving you nuts and yeah. keeping, making you feel feel low like that. So so I've, I've always found that, that doing that, and like I said, separating it all into like my happy yeah. thoughts and my, and my kind of sad stuff. It really, it really helped help me to to recognize what it was that was actually actually bothering me, and a lot of it was was just stuff like like not being felt like I was listened to, um, feeling a bit rubbish about the way that I look because I'm quite tomboyish, I'm quite like an outdoorsy sort of sort of person. I I like my hiking, and like I did quite a lot of caving and and climbing. I had a kayak the other year. Um, and all of that so I like getting out and doing that kind of thing and mm. and a lot of my friends because of my social activities tend to be tend to be male but it kind of effeminates you in a little way not being around other women you kind of like at one point I felt like I was talking like a like a 16 year old boy all the time I'd be like yes bro what, what go on, what's going on? and all of that sort of thing and it became like a natural thing and I, I was listening to myself at one point I was just like who the flipping I am female I am a girl I, I am a girl even if I do like like stuff that's stereotypically like like manly or whatever I'm just, yeah it doesn't it was kind of a, a bit of a struggle for me like adjusting it because being one of the boys was one of those things that I always kind of fought for because I always wanted to play football or I always wanted to be as fast as as the guys in my year as strong as them or as, mm-hmm. as like able to express my opinion I wouldn't be like overshadowed by by any sort of any sort of man um or like talked down to and stuff but in doing that I kind of changed my personality a little bit into being 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 More quite masculine, masculine. And yeah then, yeah and then years down the line I'm there like but I wasn't wearing makeup I'm wearing trackies every single day and I'm thinking I don't feel happy like that I've, I've proved my point now and I don't have to dress like that or make a big scene or or whatever I feel. as long as I feel like I can hold my own in myself whether it's in activity at work in a relationship in a friend group anything like that mm. um it's about yeah having that comfort but not not changing who you are too far to be conforming to those sorts of things just to make some some sort of headway you should be happy in in who you are as well and whether whether that's like a, a feminine dude or a, or a masculine female or a mixture of all of all of the all of the above it's it's just you've not got a point to prove to anybody but, but no. yourself really yeah and it's yeah, hard it's you. hard though isn't it I think it's it's hard to be yourself if it's any different to what like is expected of your role 
yeah, you sort of develop a little bit of a character and a persona in a group, don't you? Where you you kind of like, oh well, then I'm I'm big tough talking. Who I will not be messed with. I will not have anybody talking down to me. I'll be the first to stick up for somebody. And then even when you're not feeling like living up to that yourself, you sort of push yourself to it because you know that's what's expected of you by the people around you, and it's it puts a lot of a lot of pressure on you because you're like actually um even if it's something that you you don't feel like that strongly about it's you you push because of your persona and you you yeah. constantly trying to prove that you that you are that that person in social groups when really I think it, it was one of your other podcasts was it like everyone's too everyone's too bothered about themselves everyone's too bothered running, running around thinking ah and it's like the same before anyone from from the cleaner to the director everybody's got like some sort of little issue or some sort of little niggle in the like no one's life's perfect and this idea that you should have it all and everything should be great and you should be happy go lucky and smiling all the time like it's it's okay to be sad it's okay to want to change yourself it's okay to like drive yourself to do different if, if one day you want to be like my sister, my little sister is a prime example of it. And I'm so proud of her for what she's done. Basically, she trained to be a chef for um, years and years. And, and my dad was quite, he was quite strict on us when we were growing up and, and things. And he supported her in being a chef. She got to work at the Hilton um, and she wow. was like young chef of the year and all wow. that. So she was excelling in it. But she got to that point and she was like, I don't like this. Oh, I don't want to be not a, for me. I don't want to be, yeah, she rang yeah. me whilst I was at work. I remember the conversation with her and she rang me and she was like, Gabby, dad's going to kill me because he got, he got like some experience and things and he'd, he'd supported her through that sort of thing. Now, my dad's not overly harsh or anything. It was just, the, but when you're younger, you start feeling yeah. that. You're like, oh, well, my parents are going to kill <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> but it's okay. But as long as you've got a plan and as long as you're doing something and driving yourself towards some sort of goal, then, then it's, it's okay to change your mind and change it again if something worked for you while you were younger it won't necessarily work for the sort of lifestyle that you want to live in the future yeah so uh, yeah she was like I was like Nat what do you want to be then do I give you've got to think of something um and she was like I want to be an accountant I'm like going from chef to accountant <laughs> after putting all that effort in and it's crazy hours as well wow. working in the hospitality yeah. industry isn't it so yeah um and you know what? She's nearly a fully qualified accountant now. Wow. She's, she's passing all her exams like with flying colours. She works for the uh, she works for the MEN. Uh, well, it's not the MEN arena anymore. Whatever, Manchester's big arena group. They own venues up and down up and down the country. And she's like a, a like regional like accountant for for some massive firm now. And it's all because one day she just went, I'm not happy with this. I want to. I want to do something and you know what I'm going to put my pathway in there I'm going to deal with the flat that comes my way, my way it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks it matters what I want the lifestyle that I want and I'm just I'm just going to do it and she's she's absolutely flying she earns more money than I do that's amazing <laughs> that is amazing I'm it's, proud of her I'm so yeah, proud of her definitely it must be hard to just suddenly say I know I've put all this effort in and I've had everyone's support and everyone's been like pushing me to do it but and I've got it yet and actually it's not what I want to do sorry and then 
gone and made a success. I do feel like when you when you when you make when you have the courage to do a decision that you know you want to do for you because what you're doing isn't happy, you will it always comes out good. There might be some bumps in the road, but it does come out good because you you follow in what you your soul is like telling you you need to do. Well, definitely, it's having that love for what you do as well. It's all about it's all about the love and that. Enthusiasm. If if something doesn't speak to you, like I like personally, I I'm not one of those people that can take it. People have said it to me before, like just doing something, go do it, go do a do a standard nine to five job in something that work your hours, go home, switch off afterwards and things. But the fact is, is that so much of our waking life is taken up by our work and that it's an integral part of who we are and to switch yourself off and switch off your interests and what you want and how you want to progress yourself and for that long. Yeah. In your waking life, it's it's a, it's a massive thing. It's 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 what it, you should always do what you love, mm-hmm. um, and and you should always like change your mind, change your mind again. Just start, just have a plan. There are people that have started from like sixteen doing something that and gone flying into it and thought absolutely fantastic, love it, doing it for life. And then there's other people that have worked up until they're like. 40, 50, 60 years old and then just gone, you know what, I'm going to take a chance, I'm going to set up that business, I'm going to go for that sort of job, I'm going to go for that course, I'm going to go for go for that thing that I've, I've always sort of put off because life's got in the way or if you if you can't find the motivation, you'll find an excuse is yeah. one of the things that my my family always always kind of kind of taught me in, in that way and I've I've kind of begrudged myself up like I'm like, no, well, I could if I'd have put a little bit more effort in or I, I spent the extra hours and stuff that you can make whatever headway you want. There's always a way. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a pathway that people have followed before. It's like with technology and, and just the just a how wide open the world is now and how accessible things are now. If you yeah. really, really want to do something, then there's there's usually a pathway out there for you it's just finding it and it's like like rummaging through the through the forest until you find a little clearing where you can just uh, just relax and and gather your thoughts and focus on the things that you want to do make your little base and uh, and start living the sort of the sort of life that that you want rather than just just letting it pass you by by doing yeah. something that that you hate oh my god you are so inspiring I'm going to get off this call and I'm going to write three articles for my website and I'm going to do loads <laughs> of videos I'll go try you one of you yeah unbelievable you're so so inspiring it like comes through the bloody <laughs> headsets <laughs> I just talk too much. That's all it is. I'm like, I've got no. a lot of feelings, you know, like on Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that the world was all rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. even go here. <laughs> That's a glass film. You are funny. You're making me laugh. Um, right. Let, we were, we were going to talk about your poem, which is just hilarious because we've spoke about all amazing life stuff all the way through um but I do want to talk I I love it it's fine I do want to talk about it because it is so powerful and I literally love 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 women and I'm all about the women and uh 
it just was like every little bit that was in there I was like yes yes fight for freedom I literally was imagining like Braveheart but women like <laughs> do you know what I mean because it was but just like moon them all get your kilt out <laughs> <laughs> exactly it was just so good so like tell tell us more about where that came from um so basically the the poetry stuff I I started doing just a little bit as a I, I wasn't sleeping very well and um yeah I'm quite quite creative obviously into my writing and stuff like that and there's uh there's pages that let out little poetry prompts uh, where basically they'll give you a couple of words and you just write what what comes to your head off the back of that and the prompt for that one was uh woman life freedom uh and it's off the well i only found out afterwards that it's off the back of some um uh, it's like the big big feminist movement that's going on in the middle east at the moment yeah. with uh with women from those areas of the world trying to get their rights i mean we're quite lucky mm-hmm. that we were born into an area of the world where we are allowed to make decisions for ourselves we're allowed an opinion we're allowed to socialize how we want and and do what we want but the the sad reality of it is that there's there's still a lot of women out there that are just chained to the kitchen sink for need of a need of a better phrase or just not allowed an opinion not allowed a voice and and things and um yeah so so the prompt was a uh, woman life freedom and to me it the poem that I wrote was a, it was all about my cousin and um, she's basically she's just got out of a we both basically got out of a, a bad relationship at the same time and kind of banded together um, she was living living in uh, in Telford so like right down right down the country from me um, I live in Glossop uh, in Derbyshire so uh, yeah and um basically it's she's got four kids she's been through a hell a, a hell of a lot as far as a as far as a, a, a relationship and what she's had to do to just like support her kids and 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 get home and stuff all all sorted and the things that she does on a day-to-day basis and when she first she first moved moved in with me I mean we'd not spoken for like pretty much 10 years beforehand and I put up a thing on my Facebook about getting rid of a getting rid of a fridge freezer and I was like anybody who needs any furniture or anything like that just uh, just message me and you can have it I might have some other stuff that you got and she and she commented on it so we started inboxing each other just asking each other how we were and we're both like it's we're feeling pretty pants man we're feeling pretty pretty rubbish so um yeah had a little catch up on on what have been going on and sharing some horror stories and and things and um yeah basically she was living at her mum's house and her, her, her mum loves this bit but she didn't really have enough room for like her and the kids and after splitting from my ex I was sort of in my house on my own so I was like just why don't you come up yeah. you got nothing to lose come up and come come stay with me I'm miserable you're miserable we can try a Try different <laughs> yeah we'll either be be miserable together or something will work out and, and thankfully it's, it's all worked out like we've we've had a great time like I'm I'm loving being Auntie Gabby with her kid like I've not been around little little kids for a while like um give a little shout out to my uh to my nieces and nephews Layla Aww. and Tiana and uh 
Jackson and Cole. Um, but yeah, it's it's gone from quite quiet and solitary to an absolute madhouse. But I wouldn't change it for the world. So we had this conversation on the Wednesday, um, and I was like, right, if things are getting a bit much for you or anything like that, you've always got the option. Just come up. Yeah. We'll just work through it together and we'll we'll see what we can do and how we can get past all our uh, all our bad stuff that's going on at the minute and um it was on the Thursday that she messaged me going right nope I've had enough I'm coming I was like right cool when are you coming and she's like at the weekend I thought she meant the Saturday but she she meant the next day on the Friday so literally within three three days worth of conversations she's all packed up I'm moving my house all around it's gone from just me to me and her and and all oh. the kids um she got them in schools and so I mean the schools oh that are in absolutely fantastic and we've just sort of like I said have been I'd, I'd kind of been on my own for quite a while and I didn't really speak to a lot of my family not on a day in day out basis I just sort of kind of isolated myself after a after a bit of a bit of a difficult time and Jess has been my kind of little just watching her and watching everything that she she deals with and how she how she manages and how she's there for the kids and how she just just keeps going no matter what and just like she she always says to me she's like it'll be mostly okay that's it that's the phrase that's that's like that's it, it invaded my speech but it'll be mostly okay yeah, yeah it is. and she's I I honestly I've got to take my heart off to her and any sort of mother or single mother or any 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 woman out there who's just trying to get away from a bad situation because you can feel a bit trapped sometimes mm-hmm. when like we we're talking about at the beginning when um all your finance it's going from dealing with everything to do with your household and your kids and all of that from two people to you on your own versus the world and when you've got little people depending on you as well it's yeah. just a whole it's a whole new level of of commitment and just the drive that she's got she's she just really inspires me she really really does um and I, I love it a bit and it's oh. it's just it's just the way that she's handled everything and so that's what my focus on that prompt that uh woman like um yeah it, it it's what it made me think of my inspirational woman in in my life is is Jess and wow. although she didn't really feel it at the time and she was like you're so strong I'm like you're so strong and we started crying holding each other going <laughs> oh. Oh. it's an amazing story that's absolutely amazing to come together as well through such a difficult time and be there for one another like I bet you've got like a super strong like sister bond now as well Um, yeah definitely I mean we were partners in crime when we were little but like I said we didn't speak for 10 years we just sort of sort of lost touch and it just took a a fridge a Facebook message and um, a train ride and then that was it the rest of it's been history ever since and I was miserable before her and, and it, it's given me something to something to you know care about because when yeah. you when you're isolated and on your own you just start thinking oh well it's just me and it, I don't really have to make the effort to like go out or do my own. I'm not going to see anyone I don't have to like pick myself up or anything but like 
being around her and the kids, it's just a whole new level of of absolute madness. Absolute yeah. like craziness, but yeah. I wouldn't change it for the world. It's Aww. it's brilliant. Kids are just the least of life, aren't they? They're just so fun to be around. I know they can be tiring at times, but they're just so they bring out your inner child. And not, really nothing really matters. Do. You're just like, oh, let's just have fun and let's just do stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a whole new level of like silly and stuff. And because they've gone from being a city, because we're in Glossop. So it's yeah. uh, right on the edge of the Peak District National Park and all of that kind of thing. And they've gone from being like in the city and stuff in Telford, surrounded by concrete and things to like, I'm like, come exploring with me. I bought them all head torches for oh. uh, for Christmas. So we're uh, oh. on little night walks and, and things like that. And they're enjoying getting out in the, like, like Auntie Gabby, can we go walking up a hill sometime soon? Will you take us up a mountain? And can we go camping? Like we oh. took them into the forest and had like a little campfire and did marshmallows and some climbing trees and just took a little speaker with us and a little picnic and things. And they'd, they'd never really done like that sort of stuff before they'd never really had the chance to chance no. to do it um because of where they were and just being part of that and showing them all of those those crazy little things it's like everything's new and everything's yeah. exciting again it's just like oh yeah you can't you can't help but get get caught excited up in it and start, yeah being a little Aww. bit crazy yourself <laughs> it's like but, the golden um, years as well isn't it for kids yeah it'll be their yeah, memories well, but- for life well, the girls and um, Layla's eleven and Tiana's nine, and then the boys are uh, the boys are both. There's a little bit of an age gap, so uh, Jackson's five and uh, Cole's four, so it's like proper like hyperactive little kind of toddler boys to the sassy just growing into <laughs> themselves, uh, young ladies that that the girls are. It's a it's a it's a nice Good age mix. to be involved with. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly um, but yeah the poem <laughs> Sorry, I know yeah <laughs> it's good um, it's good but yeah the 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 poem is it was all about just like I said I was watching Jess after and I've been feeling pretty sorry for myself to be like I had this idea about how my life was going to work out last year and it all went to <laughs> the dump <laughs> I'm trying so hard um, but yeah two bananas <laughs> yeah two bananas it all did not go quite as planned so <laughs> so um yeah and um watching Jess after after she grew up and how she was just handling it and owning it and just cracking on and doing it all for the sake of the kids and stuff it, yeah. it was just it inspired me to get off my to get off my ass and and stop feeling sorry for myself because I'm like if she can do that and she can do it with like four and so much but like it's it's pain's relative isn't it? it it depends on what you've experienced before and what you've what you've seen before and stuff so having it put into perspective as to what she was I mean it it doesn't denote that I was having a hard time but watching yeah. her be strong through all of that yeah. really inspired me to get up and and do a little bit more and like I said stop feeling quite a, quite as sorry for myself and I'm like look if she can do that then I'm gonna try and follow in her footsteps and be a bit stronger and and be there for her as well be the person that that she needs 
uh, yeah. too while she's been that for her kids and she's been that for me as well it's like you stop bouncing off each other when you get when you get closer like with your girlfriends or with your sisters or with your mom or with with whoever whoever's in your close sort of circles mm. like um it's good to get that like on that wavelength with bit each of other and constantly yeah yeah yeah, definitely. It, what you're talking about reminds me of how I feel about my my big sister. She's a single mom. She's a total warrior woman. She's so inspiring. And I just think she, I am so, so proud of her. She's amazing. And uh, she, li- but she lives down south. But she's like my little, you know, inspo, like, like, like what you've got. It's nice to have that, you know, and I'll message her and she's like, come on, Gorge. And she's like got you know two kids on her own and she's smashing life and I'm like okay yeah this is okay okay yeah we're good we can do it sis is telling me it's okay yeah I'm good carry on you know it's great sometimes you just need that affirmation though don't you I mean to be fair my big sister's the voice of reason as well she's like a, they tend to take on the role of like second mum don't they they feel very very maternal over all of the all of the younger kids do all these yeah. sisters and don't they don't they show it as strong strong beasties that they are there aren't many things <laughs> that terrify me in this world but my big sister is a force to be reckoned with she's a businesswoman <laughs> herself as well she's a she's complete completely but she works in pharmaceuticals and all of that so quite a uh she's she's always been at the fort like managers and winning awards oh. and doing sales and all of that kind of stuff so she's a She's another inspiration, but I will. I would not cross her. I would. I would run for for the hills, and there are not many things that make me do that. She's <laughs> a proper angry, but I know I can always talk to her about stuff as well, and she will kind of take me down a peg or two when I need it through her sort because she's a bit. She can be a bit bit calmer and but she's probably a bit more mature than me I tend to make funny noises and weird little distractions about things uh well my little sister's quite quite a sweet and cute sort of one and my big sister is the stern sort of like I said forced to be reckoned yeah. with she is a straight a up. monument of a woman yeah, yeah exactly there's no there's no no kidding kidding brook she will just tell you as it is and but sometimes that's that's what you need. Like she doesn't tear a strip off us or anything like that. She's just that extra little bit of kind of motherly love that you need sometimes, yeah. aren't the older sisters? Yeah, definitely. Got lots of strong women around you. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I love yeah, it. Me, me, mum, and the, well, what is it? I mean, but not to get too deep into histories of it, but my mum and my dad were they got divorced when I was in in primary school, so it's always been a very like my mum set the standard for me and my sisters with because uh, it was a bit of a messy divorce, but she she did what well she did what I did what I was yeah. telling you about before when I split up for my ex fiance. She just she's an ICU nurse, so she uh she just got on bank carried on working extra shifts kept grafting and stuff uh dealt with it all by herself um I mean she is a total total crazy lady absolute <laughs> fucking oh, sorry absolute weapon of, <laughs> weapon of mass destruction she is she is a force to be reckoned with my mother um mm. but she she set a standard in in that sort of thing of just right this has happened 
on my own. I've got three kids to deal with. I've got, she was just qualified as a nurse back then. She had to handle it and own it all. And it, it was a, it was a different generation. So that was a, so I think there was still a bit of stigma and and things attached to, attached to doing that and going out on your own and having your divorce and, and then starting to, you know, like enjoy life and think like, go like, we're quite lucky in a way where we can go out clubbing and dance yeah. the night away with our girls and like you can jump up on the table or you can do something crazy or or whatever and you don't really have that much fear of being of being judged but they were kind of the people that laid that pathway for us when it was kind of a bit of a, a bit of a faux pas all of the the girlies banding together and being like we don't we don't need no man we can go out and have some fun let's have a drink with the girls we can we can party we can enjoy ourselves and you don't just have to be the wife or the mom or the girlfriend yeah. or or anything like that you're your own person and and yeah they, she did she inspires me as well my mother go mom mums are amazing go mom um Hi. I wanted to ask you um, something that I thought of because you are super inspirational and I'm absolutely loving this chat. Um, what do you think? So <clears throat> some women, as we've kind of said, like would feel trapped and would struggle and, you know, like, trying to be confident about themselves. What do you think the first steps to women feeling empowered and confident in themselves would be? Listening to this podcast, first of all, <laughs> Uh, um, yeah obviously listening to this episode (laughs) (laughs) watch the youtube channel follow on facebook instagram and um, (laughs) all other channels um it's a it's a case of it's a case of you realizing who who you are in your own your own sort of shit and being able to own that in yourself i think is a kind of basic level of thing because people will talk people will watch people will comment people will sneer at you they'll laugh at you they'll do whatever else but it's a case of being confident enough in who you are what you know your opinions your skills what you've got to offer that not that you don't need affirmation because everybody needs affirmation it's always it's always nice we always like everyone loves a little a little pat on the back or you're doing good or you're owning this or or whatever but it's a case of knowing it in yourself more than anything else because no matter what you do like I said people judge they'll laugh they'll bitch they'll yeah call your names or on the flip side of that they'll jump behind you and go you're awesome they'll push you they'll um they'll give you some more motivation they'll say a oh, bit like give you good feedback like give you that affirmation that you need but yeah it's it's knowing it in yourself and yeah. being confident enough in yourself on that level which is why but like going back to the diary sort of thing um that we're talking about before like yeah. so I used to write lists so that it was facts not opinions facts of things that like the other day I've got I'd, I'd never seen a badger before in the wild and the other day I saw one running across the road like oh. a live badger no so way like, so yeah that that gave they're me a huge. little bit of so yeah yeah bit of yeah they are they're 
<laughs> it did. It gave me a very good picture. I've, ne- I've never seen a bad drone no. in the wild, you know, and it was just one of those things that I just really wanted to see. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, Cinnabadger is on my list of positive things for that day. And uh, like I said, if you, if you go through all of it, because people can give their opinions and give, say whatever they want about things. And even you can say whatever you want about it and get lost in your own sort of monologue, like, like obviously I do. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a case of stripping it back to what's the actual facts. Like, um, Mm. if you're like I don't know if you're just starting out on your career and uh, you go in for a couple of interviews for some jobs there's one that you really really want you get through to the second stage of interview and then you get rejected um it's about kind of you could you could ask for your, your feedback on that sort of thing um but it's knowing that you're good enough to get past that stage mm. or to be pulled up for interview in the first place. If you yeah. like to, if you strip it back and take a step back and stuff, like we forget how far we've come in just being able to start things sometimes. And whether that's like, like you, for example, doing your podcast and speaking out for the first time, how horrifying must it have been for you to be sat there <laughs> thinking okay I'm just I'm just gonna talk now and this is this is gonna be this is gonna be mostly okay you know um we'll see we'll see what happens and we'll see what comes of it but how how glad are you now that you've done it and yeah you don't you must you must gain more and more confidence with with each episode that that goes on and with each different person that you talk to and hearing what you give to other people and stuff but you it's like I say it's all about knowing it in in your actual self and being happy in yourself like I know you're you're saying about your faith but it's like <laughs> like smiling and going out there you you're up here you're doing it anyway you might be feeling a little bit a little bit prangy about it but you you're up here on a video version of your blog <laughs> yeah feeling not to but being like you know what I'm gonna do it anyway yeah I'm gonna do it anyway because I can and I will and I wanna and who cares what they say and that's a it's a real sort of bit of freedom about yeah. yourself when you reach that point of not caring because you'll always get good and bad comments no matter what you do if you, you could have the most perfect thing going on in the world and somebody will have something to say about it it's just human nature man so it's- true so so true and getting caught up in your own head and worrying what other people think is like a prison yeah exactly exactly and it can it can really stagnate it's like a deer in headlight sort of thing isn't it and you you're kind of like well if I if I run I'll get hit by one tire if I go back I'll get hit by a dog what do I do you get whacked by the bonnet of the car and you just end up splatted anyway so you might as well go for it <laughs> Basically, it's a weird just... analogy isn't it <laughs> I've never heard that one before I'm writing down mostly okay because I just love that <laughs> uh, I'll probably call this episode Gabby's episode mostly okay it's real. <laughs> my cousin, um, my cousin, all like that. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, so I always finish with um three confidence kind of tips or things that you could offer to women. We've probably talked about loads of it, but if you've got any others, or it doesn't have to be three. If someone was feeling a little bit crappy now, what they could do to boost themselves. I love this because everyone always gives a completely different answer. 
so free confidence boosters. Um, right, this is going to seem a little bit weird. <laughs> but um, whenever there's like a really hard situation, whether it's in your working life, in your social life or whatever, and I've made people physically do this before, right? a positive attitude stance right if you stand with both I can't do it because I've got one hand on my phone but I've like if you've got both hands of it no matter where you are whether you're out in public at home or whatever do something silly give yourself a jolt give yourself a little jolt and so and it's like my my mum was having like a little bit of a, a kind of a kind of a hard time at one point and she was struggling getting out of the house and stuff so I took her for a walk down to uh down to Burr's and she was having a bit of a breakdown on the way there and things and she was getting like real, really scared about just what people she didn't even know were thinking of her just walking around and stuff so I sat down in a puddle and I was like I was like look this is how much you should care about what people think and I literally I was like I'm gonna sit in this puddle I will sit in this puddle because I, I tried every other sort of tactic I could possibly think of and um yeah, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to make myself look ridiculous and I'm going to show you that it, it doesn't matter. I'm, you're not going to see those people again. You're not going to speak to those people again. You can, even if you were going to, you can you can block them out if you want to. It's it's a case of just do, sometimes you've got to do something silly or like, like I said, the positive attitude stance, get people to stand What's with this? their arms in the air with a, with a palms, yeah, with the palms facing up to the <laughs> ceiling. You've got to be like, yes, queen. And um, <laughs> yeah so um i'll be doing that walking yeah. down the street tomorrow walk, going into the comedy club tomorrow yes queen <laughs> if you just feel silly oh it's, it's feeling That's like you, you're idea. feeling a bit of a job if you make yourself look if you do something ridiculous like that or you you like i said give yourself a bit of a bit of a jolt to just like it's like nothing worse could possibly happen i borrowed it like yeah it it doesn't make an impact on on what I'm doing or like it just shows that other people's thoughts and what other people say and what other people see and all that kind of stuff as far as you're concerned it, it doesn't really matter like I, said, I sat down in that puddle and she was like you are not going to do that so I did I sat down in the puddle and I started <laughs> and I was like I know, I'm going to rub mud on my face and she was like no you're not I was like yes I am and there were people walking up the path she was like no you are not Gabrielle Dobbs yeah full named and everything so I picked up this big thing but I started wiping it on my face and then I walked up to her and I wiped it all over her face, gave her a big kiss, and I was like, "Look, see, that's how much you should you should care about." Aww. Because at the end of the day, it's only a little sort of snapshot of your life of what all those other people will see. So, it's grounding yourself in that way. Yeah. So, yeah, number one advice: do Lovely. something ridiculous. Lovely. If you ever feel like you're trapped in that sort of situation, do something absolutely crazy the first thing that kind of pops into your head providing you're not endangering yourself or anybody else um <laughs> just yeah do something silly that'll make you laugh make yourself feel that childish sort of bit of joy again where it's you know like child belly laughs kids yeah. have a proper like a lot of people stop themselves from laughing properly and I hate it um but yeah a proper get yourself proper proper chocolate at yourself make yourself feel silly and ridiculous because that's, Life's for that's living. what you're yeah exactly and it's momentary it is literally momentary so yeah move on conquer hey do something daft <laughs> um what else can I think of um I'm gonna go back to that thing that I said about 
there's there are nice people in the world and good mm. things do happen every single day you just don't always get the chance to see them so it's a case of reminding yourself that whether it's say because bad events can sometimes take over like days weeks months even years of our yeah. lives and just completely overshadow everything and it's about trying to try and see through that fog try and clear that fog and consciously recognize that there are positive things that are happening like they might not feel as prominent in your life but they deserve your attention as well if you're focusing all of your energy on a on a bad situation then it just gives that situation more power so remind yourself that you are you you're good at other things if if something that you've tried not worked out for you um that there are other people in your life if like relationships have, have broken down and there are you know remind yourself that you do at your core you've got you've got those other nice things that are going for you and a, a bad situation can only rule your life if you if you pour your focus into that and it's trying to break that sort of cycle to to recognize all of the good things that we got because it's so it's so easy to forget just a yeah just a little just a little things that make you laugh and smile every day whether it's your partner or your friends or your family or just something that you've seen in the general public or on tv and stuff it's it's easy to forget that there's there's nice things going on yeah. as well so just just take a little time to reflect every day on on the good that there is in the world or the nice things that you've seen or if you've not seen one then maybe you do a good deed go out and do yeah. something do something nice or try and help somebody or check up on someone or something like that be the nice little bit of change that you want to you want to see in the world even if you're not quite feeling there yourself because giving in that way sort of it, it if everybody did like one good deed every single day, the world would be a much nicer place, wouldn't it? Or yeah. like focused on on like one nice thing every day. It would it it because the news and social and all of that sort of stuff, it focuses so much on like, oh my god, have you seen this? Oh my god, this has happened. Yeah. Horror and terror and things, and it's so easy to get caught up in it. So it's just yeah, breaking that to to see the see the light side always look on the light side of uh of life, life. As, uh, i love Monty it Python would say. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice one i like that one negativity definitely breeds negativity so yeah, yeah. i love that uh, that's great and then what else uh, uh, no pressure you I can't just do two I thought it, who are fine I might just stick to two <laughs> it's a yeah, lot to ask for yeah I'm just, I'm just trying to think about it because like I said each one of them had a bit of a rant on so uh, I don't know you can do whatever you whatever you want to do all you need is a plan and there's always a way you've just got to find it all you need is a plan and do whatever you want to do I believe you this, this conversation has been that inspiring. I'm like, yeah, I have no self-doubt about anything. All I need is my plan. I'm going to go and do what I want to do. I'm serious. Yeah, a positive attitude and you're halfway there. Yeah. So, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm glad that I'm in- inspiring somebody rather than just chewing your ear off. To be fair, <laughs> you so at least you're, at least you're not just not just laughing at me and going, "This person is ridiculous and what's with all the funky noises." It's how I express myself now. <laughs> I love but, it. Yeah. You've been an you've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a cracking episode, and I can't wait to publish it because I know people are going to be laughing as they listen to this. Because I feel like we've just got a fun little <laughs> vibe going on, and you're making me laugh in a good way. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you, and I just think it's all it's it's good. You know what? If you watch a bit, I laugh at me. You laugh at you laugh at. I laugh at myself. <laughs> Probably laugh at my skin. If I was my bloody burn, but there we go. It's all it's all good. Oh, get some get some cream on it. You'll be feeling you'll be feeling better soon. Like I say, you've actually got the confidence to be doing a a sort of video blog thing whilst you're not feeling to go. So that says yeah. something in itself. There's a positive in there. So there's the positive. And your yeah. skin will heal. Your it will. Uh, it's starting to calm down. Will, a bit. will remain. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Let me press. Let me press stop. And then we'll stay on. But I'm just going to say bye. But thank you so much for coming on. You've been amazing. Bye. No problem. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye.